Welcome to the first episode of the My Sister Knows Why podcast. Does birth order affect personality and intelligence? Let's find out. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode. I'm Claude. And I'm Ange. And a little birdie told me that you have a question, Claude. I have a burning question, and Is it making your insides all hot? It's so hot. So fiery? So fiery. Okay. What my, is the question? My question is, does birth order affect personality and intelligence? Well, I'm going to tell you about that. Perfect. Yeah. So by birth order, we mean middle child, youngest, oldest. Um, we're specifically going to be talking about our experiences as a single middle child, um, Ooh, yeah, that's because there is a difference between like if you have four kids or like five kids with five, you'd have a single middle child. So that is um, a little bit different. So since I am a single middle child, I'm a lot of the research that I looked into this week is going to be on single middle children. Yes. So it's going to be fun. So as a middle child, I often felt oh, dear. Here we the, go. the middle child syndrome, which um. I have a lot of middle child friends, and we all agree that, like, it's a thing, and can it I, happens. Can I say, I feel like I, most of my friends are the youngest as well. Like, do you think really? we steer toward? yeah, I think so. Towards, like, middle child. But then I know, I also, well, I have a large friend group. You have a big so friend group. I've got a big squad. Squad. Um, but, yeah, I would say, like, um, not a majority. There are a couple of youngest child. But you can definitely tell who's the youngest in my friend group. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, so middle child syndrome is a thing that actually, it's a theory from a guy or a scientist. Was he a middle child? I don't know. I didn't look that up. Oh, I should have looked it up. I didn't, though. But it's a theory from 1964. Um, a scientist by the name of Alfred Adler claimed that birth order um, affected personality even if you were brought up in the same household. Um, so he stated that the oldest is kind of the authoritarian and all-powerful due to the expectations that parents put on their uh, oldest child the youngest is treated like a spoiled baby and can never rise above their other siblings this is word for word okay <laughs> and the middle child is even tempered but has trouble fitting in due to being sandwiched between the two so i feel like i vibe with his kind of like characterizations of the middle and the youngest child definitely feel constricted by the sisters i would agree i feel like it's Growing up, it was hard to get the attention of my parents, but also of both of you. Like, you, Claude, and Jillian, who's our oldest, um, would leave me out, (laughs) like, all the time. I, okay, I, I admit to my younger child tendencies. Like yeah, I you admit do to this. I'm like, I know I'm spoiled. I know I get away with a lot of stuff. You're not spoiled, but you do get away with a lot of things. A lot of things. And I feel like definitely, I want to say recently, I've tried to, like, realize that and do better. I could see that. I could definitely like, see putting in, like, a little bit more effort. Yeah. Which is, which is fair. To be fair, as the youngest child... You don't, like, there's middle child syndrome, but you also have the youngest children who, like, sometimes the parents just kind of give up on them. And you didn't do skating lessons. I I didn't do ballet. I didn't do do skating lessons. You didn't really learn how to swim. 
Swimming, yeah, that didn't... Skate, yeah. Um, so, like, it's not for a lack of trying that you didn't get something. So, like, I would say that so, some part of your discipline <laughs> was dropped. The ball was dropped, and no one was like, hey, you, you gotta do this. Yeah. It was kind of like, okay, like, your okay. sisters will pick up the slack and yeah. just kind of be there. Yeah, so, if you, there are some personality traits that are common among middle children... So, like we kind of mentioned, parental relationships, male children feel like they aren't um, getting enough attention as the oldest gets the, all the responsibility mm-hmm. and the youngest is, like, the the favorite, the, the baby. Like, they need... I'm the baby. They get Give all me the, all the attention. Yeah. So, the middle child is just like, huh? Huh? Where am I supposed to huh? go? Um, so, male children are often competitive because they feel like they have to compete for attention. Yes. I'm not that competitive. <laughs> oh, you you but I was shaking my head aggressively. <laughs> I would admit that I am competitive, but our family is also competitive. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, so, our whole family is competitive. Yeah. Middle children often don't feel like they're special because they're overviewed, so I don't know if you've seen the, um, oh, Strange, I think it's called Strange Planet yeah, comics, yeah, yeah. and it's like, you are the oldest, you get the responsibility. You yeah. are the youngest, you will be protected. <laughs> you are the middle child. Which <laughs> is like, Okay. okay. So one of the things is um, male ch- children, because they're in the middle, sometimes they feel like they can, they're they're the peacekeepers, mm-hmm. which I could see, but I don't think that's me at all. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think that's you in a way that I find with my experiences, <laughs> when things go down, not even like bad things, I'm kind of just there, like I'm, yeah, I'm not there. one to like. Like step in and, well, sometimes. Yeah. Like, instigate. Like, I yeah. think I definitely instigate things. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Other, okay, I, <laughs> yes, there are... I think we all have our equal share of, like, we all just kind of freak out sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But I find... You know when when someone gets mad in the family, you're like, ah, oh, now the whole family's gonna get mad. Yeah. I feel like I'm That's the you. one... What? I feel like I'm the one where I'm just like, well, great. Okay. I'm gonna have a grand old time over here. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing is, like, they're the peacekeeper. I don't personally <laughs> feel like that. But I could see some of my middle children friends mm-hmm. as the peacekeepers. Like, they're pretty chill and yeah. can do that. One thing that I found that I felt really characterized myself was something called maladaptive perfectionism. And it's a constant desire to feel, like, that everything has to go as planned. That's a big word. Maladaptive perfectionism. <laughs> maladaptive just means, like... Um, not it's not like a normal process okay it's like mal means like bad yeah and adaptive is like you adapt things so like you can't adapt because this this thing has changed Mm -hmm. so like having i i like plans i like when things we say okay we're going at this time Mm -hmm. we're doing this and then when people like flake or they switch the plan on me really quick i have a very hard time like adapting to that and accepting even when it's not a big deal when it's Mm -hmm. like okay you can't come to this one thing but for me it's like it's like i we had these plans and you're not coming now and it feels like you're you don't care about me you take it personally yeah i take it personally it's like you don't care about me and you don't care about our friendship i feel like i always have to like fight for that attention and i think it's from being a middle child i i would agree with you um or I, I think I'm similar, that I'm kind of the one who needs to be... I feel I organize a lot of the friend gatherings mm-hmm. for certain things because I'm like, I don't think we'll hang out. Unless you initiate it. Yeah, and I'm 
I don't know whether it's just who I am, but I am very extra when it comes to people hanging out. Like, what do you mean by extra? Uh, in terms of hosting, I'd say. So when I'm hosting things, mm-hmm. I need to make sure that there's like snacks. Oh, you mean, yeah, you're prepared. I'm prepared. Yeah. I'm always like, I want it to be fun, you know? I have yeah. things organized. And then everyone just comes over and we end up playing Smash or Mario Kart. And yeah, half the food that. isn't eaten. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, you want to be, like, organized. Yeah. So I feel like as a middle child, I definitely experienced the, like, need for attention mm-hmm. and a feeling like, oh, I'm not getting it, even though, like, it definitely was, like, in my head. Mm-hmm. I think before even I knew what middle child syndrome was, I was like, oh, my God, like, they don't love me. <laughs> but, um. I see yeah. it in other people, too. Like, I know a couple middle children people. Who you're just like, you suck. <laughs> I'm like, you need, you need. I just think, uh, I think this is also a helpful episode because then people can realize that this is. Yeah. It's... Feeling this way because if they're a middle mm-hmm. child, this is why. Yeah. Not that you can, like, blame all of your flaws yeah. on being a yeah, middle child. True. But it kind of, would you agree that sometimes you felt the world was against you? Yeah, all the time. I would, like, go upstairs <laughs> in my bed and be like, everyone is working specifically against me Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter what you did like you did it because you wanted me to feel bad Mm -hmm. and like you didn't think about me (laughs) when did you kind of realize that like that wasn't true uh (laughs) still processing today (laughs) (laughs) uh tomorrow (laughs) no probably in like high school when I got a little more independence Mm -hmm. and like I could actually do things for myself and like I had money to spend and I didn't have to rely on Mm -hmm. on every like mom and dad and and Jillian to do stuff for me because y'all you didn't do anything (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah definitely realizing it's hard to realize your traits when you you can't see yourself especially when they're flaws in yeah. some ways too especially because i'm perfect and of like, course biggest brain <laughs> i have the big brain um yeah so i think it, it's just helpful for people to kind of recognize those uh traits that come with that could possibly have come with being a middle child yeah do you think like being a youngest child affected like what you did Absolutely. As, like, a person? Absolutely. Um, I, in my head, I always felt like I had to be different. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whether it was because, like, I needed to stand out from you guys because, I don't know, I just want to be different. different. You know, I'm an edgy. I'm I'm edgy. You're so edgy. I went through a huge phase. It was... (laughs) What? You went through? I thought you were still going through the phase. still going through the phase. Um, No, it, it definitely did. We all worked at the same place. Yeah, we did. We all worked at... Um, we all did Girl Guides. Yeah. And when I first started looking for a job, I was like, I'm not going to work at this place. <laughs> really? And I remember telling you this. I'm like, I don't want to work there because mm-hmm. then I'm like, just, I'm under you. And yeah. And I have that pressure almost. Yeah. I could see And that. And then I was like, I need a job. So yeah. they're going to hire me. <laughs> um, but same with my future, like, choices. Like, I went to college. Yeah. And that was both because... I wasn't a good learner in lectures and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I just, I knew I wanted to go into something not science-y, which both of you went into, and whether it was rebelling or just doing something that I, that I enjoyed doing, Mm -hmm. I, I went to college, 
Yeah, you ruined the streak. Yeah. Mom, Dad, Jillian, and I all went to McMaster. Yeah, but think if I went to McMaster and then I dropped out. You probably would have dropped I out. I 100%, 100% would have dropped out because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just not, it's just not my style. And yeah. I think it also affected, like, I don't know, my music taste, I would say. Yeah, you do have a very different music taste. Because you guys are like Mumford and Sons. Oh my god, no. Well, <laughs> hello, bangers. <laughs> But, like, I don't have a specific music taste right now. I feel like I'm very fluid. Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, I just like what I like. I'm just vibing. I'm just vibing. No. <laughs> but definitely, like, we all like Mariana's Trench. Mm-hmm. But I only like Mariana's Trench because Jillian liked Mariana's and Trench. I only got into <laughs> it because you guys liked it. So that Avril Lavigne was the same thing. Jillian mm-hmm. really liked Avril Lavigne. So I liked Avril Lavigne, obviously. Yeah. Headley was one band that I liked myself because Mm -hmm. I liked Jacob Hogarth when I was like a wee lass. (laughs) A wee lass. A wee lass watching him on Canadian Idol. Yeah. But so definitely like having siblings affects Mm -hmm. your tastes and like what you like and what you do specifically, Mm -hmm, which those experiences then shape your personality. Yeah. Right. And, and how you view the world and your expectations. Um, but definitely something that I loved in school was we had the same teachers sometimes. Oh, yes. All, and pretty much every all, teacher yeah. we had, yeah. And since I was such a good student. Okay. <laughs> not to flex, but since I, like, I was, oh, like, a teacher's pet. Like I, liked, I think we all are. We, yeah, 100%. We all were, which I could own it. I could own it now. Oh, I say it all the time. I'm Fine. like, I... Yeah, was yeah, a teacher's pet. I was great friends so with my teachers. So it means that, like... They would know me, and then they would call you my name All sometimes, the time. which All the I time. loved. And it's specific teachers. Oh, like, yes, we did look similar, but, you know, I'm my own person. Yeah. And I think those experiences also kind of made me who I am today, where it's like, I need to be different. Yeah, that probably, yeah. like, drove you to be different. But do you think that inherently, like, changes changed your personality or, like, makes you, like, different? I think... Maybe not those experiences, but being a younger child, mm-hmm. I was obviously more dependent on other people. I feel like you're easily manipulated. I would agree to that 100%. I feel like I manipulated you a lot when we were, like, kids. Yeah, but I feel like that's just being sister. That is true. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I used to tell you, like, false things. Maybe that's why you don't. <laughs> Maybe that's why I trust issues. <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't know things. It's because you don't know what to believe. It's, it's horrible. I... Just random fact, I don't trust a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. I have my group of people that I trust. Yeah. But then other things are, like, told to me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just not going to believe that. Which is a horrible trait yeah. because, like, I should just I be have open to accepting that. I have that trait, except I don't like when people know things that I don't. So, like, when someone says, like, and that's, like, kind of in the realm. So, like, someone said to me the other day, they were like, um, I'm pretty sure after, like, a woman gives birth, like, twice, um, like, a, a natural birth, she has to have a C-section for the third child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think that's true, <laughs> but, like, it could be, but yeah. I'm just going to say it's not because I don't know, mm-hmm. and I feel like as a woman, like, I could just say, like, that's not true, yeah, but, like, I'm not a doctor, true. and I don't know. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I'm... I have problems being wrong and, like, admitting it. That's our whole family, though. 
Yeah. You don't need to get into that. Backtracking. Uh, what are some Anyways. other things that you found out? So, uh, upon my research, research. into birth order. <laughs> Ew, <come on. laughs> so, in my research on birth order and how it might affect personality and intelligence, um, there hasn't been a lot of research into this area, partly because it is um, kind of subjective. Like, yeah, that's fair. You have to self-report, like... It's it's very subjective and it, mm-hmm. it could be hard to measure. And so, it's the different like uh, places you grew up or different circumstances. There's as well. so many other. So, they're called comorbidities. So it's oh, different. Big word. <laughs> it's like the vocab of Claude, the yes. dictionary of Claude. New words. Um, so comorbidities are things that um, happen at the same time that could affect the person as mm-hmm. well. So just because um, you have this specific, you have X, doesn't mean that Y caused it because there's oh, okay. A, B, C, D, E as yeah. well. In a 1980 study, um, undergraduates showed lower anxiety and higher egos in firstborns, um, which was measured by a questionnaire. So that kind of goes hand in hand with the more responsibility. I feel like higher ego, you kind of have more confidence mm-hmm. and like you know who you are. Um, in the same article, I found, um, when they compared personality profiles of siblings, but also people of different birth orders who had never met, they did not discover any systematic differences in personality. Okay. So the one study in 1980, which is a while ago, um, found something, but this study didn't. Mm -hmm. And another study found firstborns in enjoy a small IQ advantage over their younger siblings. Small. Um, See? Small. <laughs> I'm... Un petit peu <laughs> over their younger siblings. But that was... Um, firstborns also tend to complete their education with a higher degree and opt for a traditionally, traditionally prestigious career, mm-hmm. um, such as medicine or engineering, which I can totally see in our family. Yeah, is like Jillian slowly, was like, I'm going to be yeah, a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. And then is Claudia's like, I'm a college dropout. I, huh? Just kidding. I am not a dropout. No. I it's graduated a, successfully with honors. There you go. Like, it's not to negate, like, college or anything. Of course. Right? Yeah. Because, like, yep. that is what you want to do. And mm-hmm. it's, like, we couldn't do this podcast if you Absolutely didn't. Not. If you didn't go to college. <laughs> if I went into, because Jillian had mentioned earlier, she's like, we should do a podcast. Yeah, like all our things. We wouldn't have been able no, to do that. No, if I went into science or anything like that, we. It be, would have been bad. Yeah. Here's a phone. Let's talk into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this could kind of the higher IQ can kind of be attributed to um, undivided attention given to first children. Uh, firstborn children in their early life, which can promote their cognitive ability. So because the parents have all the attention to put into teaching their kids how to walk and talk and like do different colors and count and Mm -hmm. and put blocks in this the right shape right like that helps their cognitive abilities which could um, be accredited to the slight increase in IQ. I want to add reading as well. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. I think if I was read to or was forced to read more when I was younger, I would have a 10 times bigger vocabulary. Yeah. Because I feel like that's where you get most of your that definitely big words. Is books, 100%. Yeah. That's where my vocabulary comes yeah. from, is reading. Yeah. So they also tested children whose siblings, older siblings had died. So oh. <laughs> let's say it was us three. Jillian died. Yeah. And then if they tested me when I was younger, I would have had the same cognitive abilities as 
um, another firstborn child. Interesting. So you kind of would have, like, accepted that role. Yeah. Now, like, let's say it was just two children. Mm-hmm. Now all the parents' undivided attention are upon that child. Mm-hmm. So their cognitive abilities are now... Interesting. Yeah. So they achieved better results in intelligence tests. In another article I found... Um, it found that firstborns are typically smarter, while younger siblings get better grades and are more outgoing. I would like to agree and disagree. So what do you disagree with? I disagree uh, with being more outgoing, but in a sense. Because I would say I am an uh, outgoing introvert. See, I feel the same way, but I feel like that's just me being kind of edgy. <laughs> yeah, you're just... You can talk to any. I feel like if you put yourself... If you really tried, you if could talk I, to anyone. Yeah. If I really needed to, I can. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm the one who's usually like, hey, can you go ask the restaurant person if they can give you my see, sweet but sour sauce? Like, I don't... <laughs> see, and I can... If you were like to me, can you go ask mm-hmm. them to do something? I'd be like, yeah, of course. But yeah. I think that's because I'm your sister and like... Yeah. If you don't want to do it, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. But if I'm with like Dylan, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you, you go, go ask. That. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, I have, I say this all the time to my friends, I have first anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't like going into buildings first. Oh, I hate I it. I don't like going to restaurants yeah. or anything like that. I always have to go in second or third, like mm-hmm. in the middle of the pack. I, when we went to the mall, the, the mall, <laughs> when we went to the mall the other day, and you had to get the hand sanitizer and you had to squeeze yeah. it. I literally slowed down to wait you for did. Dylan to go in front of me to, like, see how Try to get it. the hand sanitizer in. Yeah. yeah. So I could definitely see that. But then, if you think about it, Jillian's not really that outgoing no, either. No, she's not at all. No. But I guess that's... kind of lame in high school. Yeah. Roast. I... <laughs> and in terms of grades, um, talking about oh, that as well. Oh, that's true. I... I feel like I got good grades because I was a teacher's pet. <laughs> but it wasn't like me, like, oh, I think I deserve this mark. It yeah. was like... No, they see that I'm trying. That you're, like, putting yeah. in the effort. Yeah. So what they were saying with the better grades is that younger children may get better grades because they receive mentoring from the firstborns that have already done that subject. 100%. Math, not my strongest suit. But um, you got through it because Jillian because, knew it, yeah. not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely because Jillian knew it. And I she was, she was good at, like, explaining it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... That kind of holds true mm-hmm. in terms of, in like, terms of personality and, like, traits. Yeah. Um, another thing that I found, which kind of negates everything that I just said, <laughs> oh, is a study from 2015. Um, the article I found was on PubMed, which is a reputable website to find scholarly articles. Perfect. Um, and it found that more than 20,000 people in Great Britain, the United States, and Germany found that birth order does not have a lasting effect on broad personality traits, um, such as extroversion, emotional stability, or agreeableness. So it's pretty much saying that they didn't find anything to link birth order to Mm -hmm. any of the large personality traits like extroversion and stuff like that we just talked about. Yeah. So, So you know, disregard everything. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the point of this is that with our experiences obviously we're different but mm-hmm. every person is going to be different based on their experiences around them it yeah. doesn't necessarily have to do with birth order yeah it's just mm-hmm. through birth order you experience these different things yeah exactly so yeah. you're going to experience life different as a firstborn as a middle child and as a youngest yeah um but it's not saying that just because of that you have these specific traits yeah which is fine and, uh, but and, middle children but middle children have the worst have the and worst. we deserve to be loved <laughs> and cared for we didn't even talk about single children. Oh, only yeah. Children. Only children. Maybe we'll, we'll... 
maybe that's an episode. It probably sucks own. for them. I feel like too. we should go over <laughs> single children and like twins because I oh, feel yeah. like that's, that's a, a that's a whole that's other a whole realm thing. of things. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. get some some people on. Ooh, I know that. single. Do I know any single children? I don't know. I know a couple. Okay, well. But you know twins. I do know twins. Okay, there you go. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just want to quickly go back on, uh, like, having an out... You you having a quote-unquote outgoing personality. Because I see that, from my point of view, it's easy for you to talk to people. Mm-hmm. To just have conversations with them. Me, it's a thousand things go through my head. Yeah. And I... And when there's silence, I feel like I need to say a joke or I need to say something just to, like, break that silence. And in terms of me being dependent on people, I wish I wasn't. I feel like everyone wishes that they weren't, though. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I think it's all in how you, um, like, look at it. it, Because I use, I would agree I'm outgoing, but I also, like, I have the exact same thing. When there's silence, I need to say a joke. I need to... Um, bring up something that we just talked about I need to hum I need to sing I need to just make sure there's no silence because I don't want to feel uncomfortable yeah but I'm starting to realize that silence is okay it's okay to just have silence and it almost works better in some context to just be silent and not say anything my my theory is that you know you're really good friends when you can just sit there in silence yeah and just like you don't need to constantly have to be saying something um I also wanted to say that I think if I had a more outgoing personality, it would benefit me more in terms of, like, my jobs and my... Yeah, like your career field. Yeah, my career field. Because uh, if I learned anything from college, it's that (laughs) with broadcasting, you need to network. You need to network, network, network. And with the courses that I've taken, or with the course that I took, I had a really good professor and... She was like, you just need to do it. Like, she mm-hmm. had anxiety as well or, like, went through um, th- that kind of stuff. And she was just like, you just need to not and be present in conversations mm-hmm. and just try to get yourself out there. Because if you don't try, you're not going to exactly you're not you're not gonna gonna achieve know. anything. Yeah. So I kind of realized that, that I have this kind of problem to with talking pe- with people. Mm-hmm. But knowing that I'm able to put it aside and be like just do it because you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna just do it <laughs> I feel like you being dependent also comes from you being like more sheltered than Jillian and I were yeah I feel like mom and dad definitely pushed us Jillian and I to do things that didn't make us comfortable mm-hmm. or being like talking on the phone or going to get this whereas like or, like, go, like, if I had to go by myself to go get the pizza, like, for dinner. Like, mm-hmm. I had to drive myself. Whereas that, you never did that. I, yeah, I never right? had to be, I was never dependent to do that. Yeah, even if you did, like, have the means to do that, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't have. Because Jillian and I would have just said, it's easier for us to just go yeah. instead of letting you go out there, have that experience, and be more confident mm-hmm. in interacting with people. Mm-hmm. So I think that definitely... In terms of birth order is yeah. what's going on. And I think that that would be one thing that I wish was different. Mm-hmm. But again, like, you can't change it. So, you know, That's you just true. change it going forward. You just choo-choo up that hill. <laughs> okay. Okay, Thomas. So, <laughs> bottom line is there's no strong evidence to show that birth order has any significant effect on intelligence or personality. So, uh, you just do you. You do you, boo, boo. 
<laughs> Why'd you say it twice? I don't know. <laughs> um, so we have, we're going to start a thing. It's called the titillating tidbit with the Tanapi sisters. So this week's titillating tidbit is that Chris Hemsworth, um, Michael Jordan, and Walt Disney are all middle children. How fun is that? I didn't know Chris Hemsworth was a middle child. Their older brother <laughs> looks like a thumb, let me tell you. He looks like, you said a mixture of Matt Damon and someone and else. Chris Pratt or something. Something yeah. like that. Go yeah. go look it up. Third Hemsworth brother. Also, big debate. Chris Hemsworth is the hotter brother. Um, Agree or yes? disagree? Yeah, that's the right answer. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for another titillating tidbit. Yeah. Us. Next week's question is going to be about masks and the coronavirus, which is going to be super fun. Super fun, super educational. Please super back. informative. Don't um, don't be discouraged to come back. Don't be afraid to come back for some answers where you won't be judged because you didn't know. Yeah. Because Claudia doesn't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just want to, if you watch the oh, trailer. Um, just want to put it out there. I just want to put it out there. I'm not dumb. I just don't know that much. She's just stupid. Because she dumb, <laughs> stupid, or dumb. Huh? Um, just kidding. Yeah, I'm not I'm not dumb. No. Okay, I know things. And I know, know things that I need to know. Things. Yeah. But there are you other do. things, you know, you don't just need to stick to one thing you know. No. I want to reach True. out. She wants to be the trapezoid when we're all squares. That's, oh, that's me. <laughs> you are the trapezoid. I am the trapezoid. Okay. Be the trapezoid. We need to end this. Alrighty. Oh, follow us on Instagram at my sister knows why. No spaces. No, I don't think you can do capitals on Instagram. I don't Instagram very often. <laughs> uh, yeah, and feel free to uh, uh, leave a leave a comment. Oh, oh, um, like us on all the platforms. All the That's a thing. You can like podcasts, right? I think so. You can okay. follow. We're on Spotify. Oh, follow us on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. I think you can follow there. We're working towards getting it on Google. Okay, that's a little bit more of a process. Yeah. And Podbean. That's what we're we're hosting it through. Oh, this is kind of late, but I did want to mention that all of the research done for this podcast was found from websites that had um, links to articles from like scholarly journals that were like peer reviewed and reputable um, and and good links like that. So it was all peer reviewed research that we went over. Perfect. We're all we source APA format, please. Um, actually, we'd like to do Vancouver in the scientific field. So just want to put that out there. Thanks. OK, so thanks for watching, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. Um, They're listening, but you tried hard. Oh, man. OK, <laughs> oh, I'm one of those. <laughs> OK. Thanks. Honestly, I appreciate all of you for tuning in. Can't wait to listen to you next week. Awkward goodbyes. Okay. One, two, three. Bye, fam. Okay.